0: It was just Brad messed up the countdown. I like to do the Wayne's world approach. Okay.
2: Lance made me tweet out that we were live. And then he was like, wait, wait, hold on. I got to restart my computer because I got this hick ass Nashville internet. Um, so I, I'm not hearing any of that. None of this is my fault. It's all fault.
0: It's not the internet. It's the computer. My great company. Uh, gives me I don't own my own computer I just use my work one because why would I need two laptops my kids have I, their own laptop
2: I used to I mean I, You're I'm right. not gonna look up porn on my work computer that's what your phones are for yeah I know <laughs> but I want to have access in different rooms man some stuff's hooked Three. up to the chromecast some stuff you know that's fair
0: Maybe we yeah. should have the countdown to get in the show. We should go the Wayne's World approach, though. They never failed once. The five, four.
2: Hyper, and then- Hyper, Blue, is, he, Hyper Blue is very right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we should be ashamed of ourselves. You can go see <laughs> Big Marley for your
0: refund. He is, from what I've heard, excellent.
2: He's, he's great at refunds if you buy the premium package. Yes, he's very good at refunds. Uh, I mean – I
1: just I just hope that Marley, oh, my bad, uh, MMA bully is is watching tonight. You know,
2: um. <laughs> MMA yeah. bully, hop in the chat. I to well, – maybe that, we'll, we'll invite you on the show. You
0: know. so if, if you guys aren't uh, if you if listen to the show but you don't follow us on Twitter, I I apparently have had a stalker for the last uh, week <laughs> or so, and he sent me he created an account, sent me like twenty tweets, and then he started going after Andrew. And now oh, Wes is included, yeah. and then Pratt's included.
2: Going we're after all, Andrew, uh, is, that's that's across the line, man. Like, that's well, the nicest dude ever. I'll throw some
1: hands over that shit.
0: Yeah. Well, I think where he crossed the line is he said, you guys wish you were as successful as Bro Hugs and Marley. <laughs> I made more money today from my job than they have ever made <laughs> doing MMA. Uh, for sure. Uh, so that was – that was the crossing the line there. And speaking of successful, have you ever think about, you know, when something's hot, supply and demand, stuff like that, if something is doing really, really well, like let's say it's the it's a pair of Jordans, right? You ever seen Jordan say, I'm doing so well, 75% off? Like, like the new Jordans that come out, seventy five percent off. They don't if go down,
1: bro. They go up. Oh. Yeah.
0: yeah, brand new video game. Everyone wants it. It's hard to get it. Or the, the PS F-Bribe. Five. Like PS Five is hotter than hot. Seventy five
2: percent off. <laughs> if you don't like it, we'll give it a give you a refund yeah, and we'll, you can keep it.
1: We'll give yeah. you another one next week. If it yeah. doesn't work, we'll give you another one next week for free.
0: Yeah. No. So and no, bro I- hug.
1: I mean, I, I just, I got, I got to, I got to stay on the wife. I mean, she, she might be pregnant, but she's got to keep working those three jobs so I can take my my Vegas trip and you know what I'm saying, buy and buy new shoes and shit like that. Got to keep the wife working. Yep, Stop bullying three me, MMA bully. I'm just the fucking your average mower and and weed bully. <laughs> Tell your I'm wife to buy it. you a new microphone because <laughs> is it fucking up again?
0: We're having
2: technical difficulties in the MMA analysis tonight, per usual. (laughs) Exactly. That is is not good. Um, Maybe we should start asking for donations so that uh, we can improve our technical proficiency. Yeah,
0: we seem to be getting worse throughout the years of the show in terms of
2: quality. (laughs) That's what the people come for.
0: They do. They do. Well, we don't have any recaps or anything uh, because we did that last week. Um, well, I didn't because I don't do just the recap shows. You, you can't spend the big money uh, on me doing recap shows. You just don't get the bang for your buck. Uh, so I skipped that one. Uh, what else do you guys want to talk about before we get into the card?
2: Uh, I mean, Pitbull's pretty good at fighting, but I know you don't want to talk about that. You know, that, do- that, that TNT broadcast for <laughs> for one was terrible. Great. That, is not
1: a, that is not how you want your first – thing to go at all uh, i mean that was great what it like the 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 rice finish of dj was fucking amazing like you oh, want yeah. that you want that kind of finish you just don't want it being to your most known dude and you're you know, <laughs> over here in the states you know but
2: well the uh, other part that happened after that like everything was out of sorts in that yeah. show um because after the fight they were like Oh, man, uh, Adriana Marais, what a great knockout. Oh, we're interviewing DJ, huh? DJ. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. And then and then they like the whole thing with fucking Eddie. Yeah. They literally, they just go away. They don't explain. And they're just like, yep. oh, that's a disqualification. We think that's a no contest on, you know, they literally didn't do yeah. shit. Came back, interview Eddie. He's crying and shit. It's like, what the fuck is going on, dude?
0: It was nice to see Eddie lose, though. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I know yeah. you hate, your, hate yourself, so It
0: was it was nice to see. I, I enjoyed it. It, it. That guy is one of the most obnoxious people on social media you can ever find. Uh, so that was that was good to see. Um, he shouldn't cheat, man. Cheaters never win. He was just, just slamming that back of the head. What are you gonna do? <laughs> yeah, big dude, referee. Me, me and Brad kind of tweeted
1: about it. It's like there was a few that were kind of behind the head, but oh, man, oh oh boy, was literally like tucking his head in and shit like he got he got drugged down quick and was about to get fucked up oh he was that that's that's some vet shit come on that's some vet shit tuck your head in take a couple to the back of the head act like you're fucking out of it they even he even let him stretch your ass out
2: yeah that was the best i I appreciate that commitment that's that's good
0: well it was funny because like if you watch the sequence, the the, he, the back – he hits him at the back of the head a bunch, right? And then the guy – Oh, like,
2: he hits him right behind the ear right. a bunch. He hits him right here. One, one glance he to the but, back of the head.
0: He gets he gets hit a bunch right here. In the head, back of the head, whatever. He gets hit a bunch, and he has the wherewithal to go, hey, hey, man, can you stop this? He's cheating. He's hitting the back of the head. After <laughs> he stopped talking, Eddie threw one more punch, and then the guy got stretchered out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he got stretchered out from one hammer fist to the forehead.
1: He felt he fell straight back too, dude. As soon as he took that one, that was it was kind of oh, close, like the one that looked like yeah, it kind but, of hurt, Richard. He, he just felt that that good one hit kind of good and was like, Oh, look, like it was yeah,
0: out. This that was, is the time. This is yeah, the dive. Time. This is my way out, baby. He gave it to well, me. Well, even more than the guy, like everyone gives the fighter shit and like but the referee, it's like there was shots in the back of the head. There was two or three clean shots in the back of the head. Now it could have been because he turned his head and what he was doing with him. But a good referee would have said, Hey, stop. Like if he was gonna do something, stop right now. But instead he let three or four more hit and then he let Eddie throw that hammer fist. If the ref really was gonna, you know, stop him for, you know, illegal shots, he could have stopped him five or six shots before that. He basically waited until the fight was everyone was like, yeah, 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 those were illegal. Yeah. Red, I saw the red card. I was like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, he sent off the, he sent off the pitch. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's, gone. He's gone. Eddie's down to Eddie's down to three limbs now. <laughs> <laughs> He's got hand behind his back.
2: <laughs> his corner man's got to get in there and fight for him instead. That's how it works. You got to bring in a sub. So Damn that, what?
0: that was, I can't think of outside of production and, and every, the weirdness and everything. Like, could that event have gone worse? Like, I never watched one. I never, I don't even know how to watch one until this event. I, I tried to some fine, find Askram fights when he was fighting there, but like, very difficult, hard to find. And this is the first time, like, I know I really tuned in live and a lot of people for the first time are live. Really, two of their only stars that they could possibly have lose in hilarious ways. <laughs> <laughs> dq yeah, no. and then mighty mouse gets flatlined for the first time in his career like that could not have gone worse like they should just act like it didn't happen and then just put those two fights on again on the next <laughs> card and not even talk about the first ones <laughs> yep uh, yep that
1: that 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 was that was not good you're, you're right like i i'm i catch the replays and shit and i've caught a you on um they usually play like friday mornings so no like nobody over here in the states is watching unless you're like hard fucking core yeah. um but they have some exciting guys over there you just still you can't have your two um, american stars get taken out like that when that's your first primetime event over here and like, yeah. you got a tnt audience which is pretty big like, like tnt does great numbers for nba and shit i'm not saying yep. it's going to be on par with nba but that's the core demographic that you want on a, on a you know
2: Wednesday night. Well, not good. This was like the the old school recipe for MMA because this was wrestling leading into an MMA yeah. card because this yep. was like AEW going into uh, going into one right. And they're they're like pretty big now from everything I read. Like
1: AEW is like fast rising uh, in viewership and stuff in this country now. Like it's getting very very popular. That was the perfect lead in for. And that's like, like Brad said, that that's the old school recipe for getting uh, MMA fans. Like they, yep. a lot of them crossed over back in the day.
2: Yep, yep. All right. So I think that's it for for previous news. Oh, let,
1: I will say we'll go, talk about Pitbull. Pitbull against AJ McKee is one of the best fights that can be made, in all that of is them. Very true. Yes, All of MMA. I don't care how you feel about Bellator, how you feel about any other promotion. That is one of the – and I really, really hope that we get to see AJ McKee in the UFC one day because I don't think he's ever going to get the dude that he deserves, Uh, kind of like Pitbull hasn't. Uh, But I think that kid is the real fucking deal. I actually think he's going to beat Pitbull, and I hope he makes his way over to the big show one of these days because that kid's for real.
0: The, the the problem is like especially if you become champ, you're never leaving. Not <laughs> like,
1: too much money. Why why would you leave though? Yeah. If you're like the champ over there, you get paid yeah. very fucking well over there. If you're one of the fewer big name guys over there.
0: Well, I think with Pitbull too. You know, like Pitbull's always you know he's amazing, right? I think there's no denying Pitbull
2: is a top you know top guy in the world. And- Pitbull's like a top three bantamweight in the UFC. He's, and somehow he's the top one featherweight yeah. and lightweight in Bellator. Well, I think the thing with him and you've
0: heard it a lot more recently. I feel like he's kind of having – I don't know the right word. Not remorse, but I feel like he now wishes he made it – might have done it a little bit differently the last year. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: It? You can tell by his tweets and shit about yeah. Michael Chandler and shit. You can yeah. tell that he really Brian, wishes he would have.
0: I'm I'm the champ. Michael Chandler, yeah. that's – I beat him, <clears> blah, blah, blah. And then he said – yesterday a couple days ago he's like we should do a crossover event and all this stuff I'm like dude you signed the paper you knew (laughs) what you were getting into and if anything this is the best competition you know Pitbull will face you know he's faced some really good guys but it's just different winning a world title in Bellator and all that is different it's different than the UFC regardless of the caliber and I know Bellator's got some good guys especially in that division but at the same time it's like it's Bellator man like if, if I walk up to a random person and I go, this guy's the Bellator champ, they'll go, what is Bellator? People don't even know the name Bellator. Like, I know mm-hmm. not everyone knows UFC champions and stuff like that, like names, but there's not a person on earth that doesn't know the UFC. There's mm-hmm. a lot of people on earth that never heard of Bellator. Most of a,
1: I, I don't know. I kind of look at it a, a little different way. I, I agree with your premise, but I don't even look at it like, like kind of the competition at the top in the UFC the names off of it, that's proven something. Like, the, the top of the echelon of the competition and the weight classes of the UFC is consistently just fighting better guys. I mean, um, uh, Pitbull could fight, you know, what one or two maybe really good guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the UFC, they're lined up at the top four, five, yeah, well- six guys.
0: I mean, even this fight, like was the Sanchez fight, right? Like Sanchez is, you know, he's a top guy in the weight class. He's, he's definitely top four, top five, something like that in the weight class. Is that guy even top? Is he even ranked in the UFC? If he's in the UFC, like, is he even a ranked fighter? Maybe not. You know, like he might not be borderline top 15. Borderline, right? And that's, (laughs) and that's, and that's the guy Pitbull beats to get to the finals of this gigantic Grand Prix. He beats an average guy. You know, like he beats, he beats someone that's average and uh, people love the, and I I get it. Like I like that we have Bellator and these other in PFL and stuff. I like that we get, you know, other events that I enjoy watching. What I don't like is when we have top tier guys in these events. I love PFL because it's a bunch of old washed out dudes that like, I don't give a shit if they're at the UFC or not. They're not overly great. And if they're younger than they are, they can get to the UFC if they want to. But I don't like seeing a guy like Pitbull or a guy like McKee in Bellator because I want to see those guys fight in the UFC. I want I want to see maybe Pitbull should fight Dubronx, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, I want to oh, see, though, I want to see these top tier guys and half of, like Bader's and Machida's, all, that's great. That's That sounds fine, right? But, like, I don't want to see these young top guys in Bellator. And I also don't want to see guys who are in their – like a Pitbull. He's the peak – of his prime right now he's only got a couple years of it right he's been in some wars he's been hit a lot but like we'll never know like yeah we know with michael chandler but there's a difference when you get in that big stage when you get in the ufc when you're fighting on a ufc pay-per-view for the title that is different than fighting on bellator in front of 15 people
1: yeah that's that's a bit and you know props to a guy like chandler that um you know he um he put it on the line. He took the chance. He could have He could have stayed over there and kept making good money. And, and he's got a huge he, payday now. Yeah, and he got to the mm-hmm. point of his career. He's like, I need to prove myself uh, in the quote-unquote big show. And it paid off. He bet
2: on himself, and, and it paid off big time. And you know who's smarter than all of them? Lance Palmer, baby. Oh, just mil- naked millions. Hey, because say
1: he- – yeah, say what you want about any of these guys. Nobody has made better business decisions in MMA than Lance fucking Palmer. Nobody.
0: Right. But here's the thing: Lance Palmer was, is never going to be a champion in the UFC. He's not. Mm. An, he's not an exciting guy. He's never going to get the big paychecks. He's never going to win a belt. Any of that stuff. No reason for Lance Palmer to come to the UFC. Pitbull's a different story because I think when you look mm. at the pay and you go, you know, these guys like Bellator guys at the top, they can make a lot of money. These some of these Bellator guys are making more than the UFC. That's correct. Pitbull's not going to make more than the UFC champion. He's not going to get those pay-per-view points. He's not. I don't know. The, the UFC
2: champion points. is Volkanovski, so he made Pitbull's... more money than Pitbull. Should he? Does he? Yes. No, Does no. he? He yeah, sells like thirty-five pay-per-views. He, thirty-five he, pay-per-views. All, you know, sponsorship like, money. Yeah, all. Pitbull.
1: Pitbull's making six figures and sponsorship money in Bellator and shit. Like he's no one Vol- it.
0: Why would you sponsor him? <laughs> what do
1: you get? They can though, like, but they they do. They got sponsors on their fucking like it used to be, and Pitbull's making six figures in sponsorship. But, but yeah, you're you're right on on most on for most cases,
0: like 900%. you're not making as much as a as a UFC so champion if, with with Pitbull's style, how he is, how he fights. Well, he'd, he'd be one he'd of the most fight. popular. Yeah, he'd be one of the most popular fucking guys on the planet if he fought in the yep. UFC. and if but he's at his peak, right? He can't make more money. He can't get more popular in Bellator. He just yeah. can't. Not enough people watch it. Especially now they're on Showtime. Now they're behind, you know, a paywall, right? Like you have to pay to see Pitbull now. He's not getting a cut of the Showtime, you know, res- like all that yeah. stuff. So if Pitbull, with how popular he is, if he was in the UFC and he got to that championship level, that guy's making bank because he would be ultra popular. He's his style is exciting. He can go up and down in these different weight classes. He he actually talks okay. He's pretty Beats, funny. Like speaks
1: English, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, like he talk shit. Like he talks yes. shit and backs it
0: up. People yeah. love that. They absolutely love that. He's never going to get, he can't get wealthy, right? Like he's not going to be, you can't get super, super rich, big time
2: known guy in Bellator. You just can I mean, if, if he wants to move back to Brazil, he'll be fine.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, and, 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 yeah. And, and it's, it's not that these guys aren't as talented, but look at, you know, Eddie Alvarez, you know, look at, you know, uh, Michael Chandler, these guys that have come over They've come over and they've been great. I don't think anyone at this point can deny that Pipple is one of the best in the world. Like, and I said even five, six years ago, I thought Michael Chandler was one of the best in the world. And I wanted him to come over to the UFC because it, his style is dangerous. And now Michael Chandler is headlining a pay-per-view for a UFC title. And he's,
2: he, honestly, he's lucky it worked out the way it did yeah. for him because he's at like the end of his physical peak. If it didn't happen now, it was never going to happen. So uh, right even play. though he he finally took that chance, like he still got a little bit lucky that it played out that way. And he's
0: going to die I mean that guy can
2: literally die in
0: his next <laughs> fight, but you got to give it to him. The guy took a chance. He took a cush job at Bellator where he could just be knocking out bums left and right, earning pretty good money. He took a chance to go to the UFC where he's going to make more money in that in his next fight than he's ever made in Bellator. Not even close. Like title fight, pay per view headliner. Uh, he's going to make a shit ton of that, and good for him. Now he's going to get choked out in front of millions of people. That's probably not fun to do, but at least he gets to do it in front of millions of people.
2: Yeah, I That's had correct. to just like go back and and look again because I thought it was a fever dream. Um, but somehow Michael Chandler was an underdog against Dan Hooker. Yes, that no, was sure. that was the thing that happened. No
1: way, no way. Did did, did buy we, my package? Did we make a bunch of money on Chandler as a dog against Dan Hooker? Did that, that actually happen? One, sorry. <laughs> sorry, sorry, MMA bully. My, my wife doesn't have to work her third job
0: this week. I'm
2: <laughs> she's still of She's, still
0: down, to, my, my she's channel, down to buddy. two
2: full-time and a part-time. It's two and a half now. <laughs> yep. Thanks, yep. Michael right. Chandler.
0: <laughs> so uh, let's now move on to um, this week's cards. So there's a lot of fights. Um, I'm probably going to miss. So God, many fights. Dick Willie's th- the second fight. It's Shane's birthday party this- on Saturday, and we got a bouncy castle.
2: Oh, what what time is the birthday party starting, though? 11 to 1, so I'm going to have to find a way to I, walk, I think prelim, in my pocket. I think prelims start at 10, though. Hold on. Because this, this is, this is, this is a real card? It's a real early card. Yeah, it's too it?
0: early. That's why it sucks. The birthday party. Oh, the, my God. No way. birthday party in the morning.
2: I don't know. Wes, some, somebody's commenting on your mic again. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, I started doing it again. True, just, like, hold bro? it really tight like this. Um, but yeah, I think that I think the prelims start at ten o'clock, ten a.m. So, so start, that's perfect because you'll get whatever fight is first, um, and then Thick Willie, and then the birthday party. will start. No, the, then you'll the, be good. The, birth,
0: the fight start at ten thirty. So, oh. so Thick Willie is going to start at
2: eleven, which is at the <laughs> birthday party. I mean, what's more important? What, some some of this or your son. Come on, I,
0: I I tweeted at Thick Willie um, and asked him if he would come out to the the Down with the Sickness song as his walkout, but then edit over it Down with the Thickness. Yeah, but we'll see if he does it.
2: Um, i I heard that, you know, I, I'm not sure if I can call him a friend of the podcast anymore because nice. he Thanks. refused to come on yesterday. Um, hey Dan, but but Dan said he was talking to Thick Willie's manager. Hello, we got you, Wes. You're good. Yeah, um, and he said he was trying to convince him to drop the nightmare name in favor of, of thick Willie. So if that happens, what if he comes definitely. out with Willy what if William <laughs> thick Willie Knight? <laughs> I, I, I would do <laughs> a, I would Willie. do a, yeah, do a exactly. bro hugs
1: level sponsorship deal. If thick Willie came out with thick Willie where
2: bro Absolutely. hugs
0: pays fighters $50. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I, I I'm I, buying all of those fight kits.
0: I'd so many it. fight gets. I'll double it. Thick Willie has spread more than any of our uh, ridiculous nicknames, I would say, in the history yeah. of the show.
2: It. I think it's going to spread to the point where that actually becomes his nickname. It, it's going to happen. It, that would it's, be good.
1: Already, it's already close on the interwebs. Like, everybody yeah. I see now refers <laughs> to him as, as Thick Will. Yeah.
0: Like straight up. Like uh, actual media people, which is good. I think Aaron even is calling him Thick Willy now. And Aaron wouldn't come on our show uh, as a guest this week because he was scared he would get fired. Which, that's fair. <laughs> that's that's reasonable. Yeah. He would have been. He would have been fired. So that's uh, good. Aaron, good friend. Good friend.
2: All right. Um, now Ooh, let's uh, – Before we get into the fights because this is more interesting. Best podcast nicknames? Yeah. What well, was lot just, of
1: them? We just had one just a couple weeks ago like
2: Modest Fukaki
0: is literally one of the
2: the all-time That's a good one. It is, is a good one. It sucks that he sucks. What was um, the one we
0: talked about from like 6 years ago? Uh Jambalaya. Yeah. No, it was a different one we talked about. It was a Georgian guy. We just uh, talked about that like 2 weeks ago.
1: Who, who came, Brad? You had the, who was the
0: Georgian snooze machine? Oh, that's, that's, that's Marab. <laughs> <Murab>, yeah. That's <laughs> there, was the one we, there was the one we talked about a couple of weeks ago. It was a guy from like six, seven
2: years ago. We just talked yeah. about
1: this. Yeah, I remember Georgian guy.
2: I don't know. I, I'd have to go back and and take a look. We like just go through. Yeah, there it is. Oh, Levon McCaukes-Milli. McCaukes-Milli. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: the best one.
0: That's the best yeah, one.
1: there's nothing.
0: G Fishy hooking it up. That that's my favorite one. <laughs> Levan <McCaukes-Milli. laughs> Uh That is I uh that's a, that's a good
1: one. Yeah. McCaukes- that's a- this is why we get ten listeners every
0: week. Well, like, all ten right of here, them. All ten yeah. of them. This is it. Yep, yeah. that's great. All right, let's uh, let's jump into this card. We got a lot of fights to break down. We'll start off on uh, the early preliminary card. Wait, what's the point of the early preliminary card at this point? Just fucking yeah. So they're all on ESPN Plus anyway. What's the difference? Uh, welterweight division: Impak Saganai versus Sasha Polonikov. he's Russian.
2: Oh, Brad. Um, yeah, he beat a guy, the, the Palladium guy beat uh, a dude that came off of Contender Series and was hyped up. And I wasn't incredibly impressed. Basically, he got beat up for the first round and then the other dude gassed. Impa's dropping down to, to 170. I, like, maybe that's concerning a little bit if you think that the, the gas tank's going to be an issue here, but, he kind of relies on being a, a grindy type of dude, so I just think whatever happens in the first round, he's going to survive. He he's not going to get highlight reeled like he did against uh, Buckley, and then he probably controls the second and third, whether it's on the feed or takedowns, wins the decision here. Um, Impa is like the welterweight Czech Congo. He he looks a lot better than he fights.
0: That's
2: a that's a good one,
0: Wes. Yeah, yeah, I uh, agree with a lot of that. I, we're
1: we're not going to see him getting uh, highlight reeled in this fight. I, I don't believe. Um, I, I think this probably goes to decision, but Brad's ready to hit on some, uh, we'll have to see if this gas tank can 170. But he's a big dude. Um, and if and he does, you know, uh, kind of get out at first, man, I, I just don't know, but I, I might play a little, a little bit on the under here. I just something tells me, uh, uh, one, one of these dudes is, is gonna get finished here. Now I think Empa ends up ends up getting this guy out of here at some point. Um, so no no play for me yet on how I'm gonna pick him, but uh, I might look to play fight inside the distance
0: You're crackling again. I don't know what it is. It must be the maybe the volume's too
2: high because Brad messed it up. No, I I changed it back to automatically <clears> adjust. <throat> it's got nothing to do with me. We got, we got tactical issues tonight in the podcast. Wes Um, needs to like get a Q-tip or something in that headphone jack on the computer and yeah, there you go.
0: (laughs) I'm a computer. guy How about now? now? Same thing. Try something new. Um, I, I didn't remember this, uh, this Sasha fella until his, I remember he fought one of those brothers uh, on his last, uh, the coaches. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I like that guy. He was fun. That was a fun fight. Uh, I think Impa's nothing special. Um, but I think he's decent. I think he's going to, I think he's going to beat some guys. I think he's going to lose a lot and win a lot. (laughs) I think he's going to fight often and he he doesn't have anything special, but he can grind it out. Um, he is an athlete. He's an A plus athlete with maybe a D skill set. Um, and sadly in the UFC nowadays, that can get you a lot of wins. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, We'll see how far Impa goes, but I think in this one, I think he can, he can grind this out. He can put some against the cage. He can work his boxing a little bit, maybe even try to sneak in some takedowns. I, I think his cardio will be fine. This guy just seems like an athlete. His cardio never seemed like an issue. Um, I, I think the issue is going to be if he's getting in this kind of war, is he going to get countered? Is he going to get hit? Um, I think that's the worry here. I, I'm not laying, what is it, minus 250 or whatever, I think, on
2: Impa. That's just not something uh, I'm going to do. Yeah, the, the cheapest right now is 274. That's That's, uh, uh, no way. that's, no that's, way. that's a lot. That's a little much. All right. Let's go to the
0: light heavyweight division uh, in the main event of the evening. Dung <laughs> Jung
2: versus – I'm Thick sorry. Will. You you didn't pronounce it properly. do Jung? It's Da Un <laughs> Da, da Unhung. Unhung. <laughs> It's a whole
1: tribe out in South Texas, dude. Yeah, da
2: da Unh-
0: I, I forget you said that. the Unhung Hung versus Dick <laughs> Willie. Not there a hard go. fight to break down. No. Maybe I'll, I mean. Maybe I can draw a picture or something. Um, oh my god! Break out the whiteboard,
2: guys! Biggest size disparity in <laughs> UFC history. I mean, we're talking. <laughs> oh man, this is.
1: Uh... It's like me to a to a
0: MMA bully <laughs> right there. Like fuck um something like this so you can see here
2: (laughs) that's marley
0: this is the the, Oh, this is the asian fellow over
2: here yep 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 this is where we get down with the (laughs) thickness um first of all ufc stop asian hate Free the
1: white boy why are
2: you doing this (laughs) why are you doing this this is unacceptable um, yeah, this is, uh, a, a guy that should have lost a decision to Sam Alvey, yep. <laughs> uh, facing Thick Willie. The thickness. Like, I, I don't, I, I'm betting this. I, I bet this on the opening line. The opener was minus 110 on both sides. I bet it a little bit there because I was like, I need to make sure that I get at least a little bit at this price. Yeah. And now it's plus one hundred and twenty. Like w- this dude was even money against Menafield, and yeah. now he's an he's, he's an underdog. To Who is this pounding, guy?
0: What kind of person pounds the unhung? <laughs> versus the oh, nobody pounds the unhung. No
1: one. No. No one. No
0: one. Sam Alvey wouldn't even pound the unhung.
2: <laughs> That's wow. Yeah, like. Gotta bet it. Have yeah. to bet it. Anyone with eyeballs. Wes
1: Yeah, I, I I don't I don't think there's much to say here, man. Uh seriously, the, against Menefield, this this guy was like, come on. A dog? A dog that you have to bet this. Win or lose. Like come on. right like, this guy probably lost a decision to Sam fucking Albie and he's now a favorite over fucking Dick Willie. That's that's insane, man. Uh, Dick Willie—that—that's probably going to be one of my bigger bets on the entire card this weekend.
0: Yeah. I, all jokes aside, this one, this line is mind-boggling to me. Uh, Dick Willie's decently popular. He was he was favored over Menfield, who's much better than the unhung. And I, I think this fight actually kind of plays out a little bit the same. I, I think on the feet, I wouldn't be over overly confident with with the thickness because he does like to get punched in the face and fall down. He does. He does. Um, but I, as soon as they get to the ground, I, I think I just can't imagine any other way than the thickness sitting on top of this dude, just pounding him out. And just I, I don't see any other way this fight is going. It's it's going to be thickness on top beating the shit out of him. I, I don't I don't see this fight going the distance. Um, I haven't bet yet. I don't know what the thickness inside the distance is, but that'll probably that, would, that should probably be a play as well, unless it's like the same. What is? it? No, that? I think you get a
2: decent price. Uh, Plus two twenty.
0: Yeah, not go. bad, not bad. So yeah, I I think it's I think it's the thickness taking him out here. I think this is like I I don't understand the line movement. I don't I didn't understand the opener. I didn't understand the line movement. I, I would have probably made thick Willie like minus one seventy five minus two hundred. I tell you the truth. We were
1: shocked at the opener. Like we yeah. all of us were like, what? And it's moved thirty cents.
2: The opposite. Yeah, I I think when it opened, I posted it in the chat and I was like. I hope nobody sees this, because... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and, and then it happened. And one more thing. Anybody, like, if you're trying to bet to Unhung, he lost a round to the worst fighter in modern UFC history. He lost a round to Cadiz. <laughs> <laughs> nobody does that. Nobody. That's...
0: The placement on this card is weird too, because it's better than most fights on this card.
2: Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, the thickness
0: is going to get a big knockout here. So let's move on to the featherweight division. Um,
2: you forgot one important piece to that fight, Lance.
0: Piece? You say?
2: Yeah. Munich. Oh,
0: that is Munich. <laughs> this is this will be the third Munich bet on Thick Willie that have, <laughs> and the first two have not taken place. We had it against Menafield twice, and now we're going on the unhung. So
2: I, I think this is just
0: this like the best one,
2: though. Oh, absolutely! This is oh hundred yeah. percent the best one. Menifee and a damn coin flip. Like let's this has a, all just been part of the the plan to get, to get, get the nickname Martin. out there. Yeah, we're just we're spreading the nickname. We're we're building the thick willy brand. Yeah, um, and
0: t-shirts for him. He yeah. can walk out with the thick Willie shirts. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. All right, let's move on now. Featherweight division. He has Lewis Saldana take take on Jordan Griffin.
2: Brad. Oh, you want me to talk about this fight? Um, I mean, if you have you heard of these um, fellers? I've heard heard of Jordan Griffin because he's been around a while. He's fought um, a bunch. Right? Yeah, he, he's fought some decent dudes. He's not a good UFC fighter but I think he's capable of being here. He's got a pretty decent submission game. And Saldana, when he loses, it, it seems like he gasses out and he tends to get finished in those losses and he tends to get finished by submission. So I wouldn't be shocked now that he's actually fighting somebody decent if he has some early success, if he is probably winning the fight in the, the first round, gasses out, and then Griffin is able to get into some sort of scramble, because he's not a good wrestler uh, by any means. But he can get into a scramble and find something, uh, guillotine, rear naked choke, something like that. Um, so I'm picking Griffin here. I haven't bet him yet. I'm considering it. But I'm looking more at, like, the, the round two, round three props um, and Griffin by submission. Those would be the the big things that I'm looking at. I think there's like 650 out there on Griffin by submission, which is probably how he wins if he does win this fight. Wes,
1: yeah, I think Brad's uh, kind of right on. I, I think uh, I think Saldana's gonna gonna be winning this fight until he probably isn't. Um, I just I don't think Griffin's very good, but he's gone rounds with some decent guys. So he's really tough to get out of there. I'm not sure this kid can get him out of there. And Brad's right. If he can't get him out of there, I think he's going to be throwing a lot of blows and shit that Griffin's going to take. He's going to gas himself out. And I don't know if Griffin gets him out of there, but I could see him winning the second and third round in this fight. Um, Do I want to put my money on him? Nah, probably not. But but Brad's on a path there that if you want to have some kind of big shot on it, um, Griffin by some kind of finish late or maybe a round two or round three, uh, something like that. But I'll pick Griffin. I think he survives. And personally, I think he probably gets a decision.
0: Yeah, this one this one's tough because you got a you got a guy who's relative. Is this is he only he's only fought in the contender series. He hasn't. Yeah. This is his actual debut, uh, and he looked good in the contender series. But this is one of those cases like, do you go with the because I think skill sets they're decently I would say even. Um, do you go with the guy that we know is not very good? <laughs> in Jordan Griffin, we know he's going to beat Scrubs. But we know if he takes any even slight step up, he's going to be overmatched. Or do we go with a kid who's training at a pretty good camp at MMA lab, shout out Lou, um, that could be improving, that has, you know, he's he's been finishing fights. He's looked good in those fights, um, but it's his UFC debut and he hasn't faced anyone good. And these are fights I almost always pass on. Um, I think Saldana ends up getting it done here. I, I think he's just, I, I think he's a little bit better. Um, I think he's a little bit better. I think he's a little bit more dynamic. I think he's more likely to, you know, work him over on the feet, land the better punches. Um, and I think he's a little bit better over the fighter. And I think Griffin just, we know he's not good. We d- we just know he's not good. And I think it's very tempting for people to take the shot on him here at plus money uh, versus a guy making his debut with a bunch of L's on his record. But
2: I think Saldana gets it done here. Interesting to note that Saldana has not won a single decision thus far in his MMA career. So no. if you are taking him, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe something to keep in mind. I wasn't planning on betting this. Is it a big number? Um,
0: that I didn't look at because... 350. There you go. It's not terrible. Not too bad. Uh, next up, bantamweight division. Pretty good fight here, uh, actually, mm-hmm. kind of buried on the undercard. Right bo- and right after this is <laughs> Jorgen DeCastro versus Donna. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the, the order of this card is, uh, is something else. Uh, but... Band division, Hunter Azura versus Jack Shore. A um, couple decent prospects here. Brad?
2: Oh, yeah. I keep—I was going to go get a beer. I keep forgetting that you're going to me first tonight. Um, well, well, he told me to. No, that that's thats fine. I, I should have been prepared for it. Um, I don't know why you guys keep calling this guy Jack Shore. This is just Brett Johns. <laughs> it is. It's, it's Brett Johns. Uh, it is. All of these yeah. Welsh dudes, they're the same dude. They're all bantamweights, they all wrestle, they all grind on people, they all, when they're fighting dudes that get tired, eventually get a finish in the third round, and I think that's what happens in this fight. Uh, I think that Hunter Azure is pretty good, Uh, he's a decent striker, decent wrestler, he's got decent power, uh, but he is definitely lacking when it comes to cardio, he... Is probably going to win the first round of this fight. Actually, I don't. I don't want to say probably because uh, Shore might just come in and, and get in the clinch, and uh, he's got like sneaky inside drips and and all sorts of stuff from the clinch that that he can do. So he might be able to actually win the first round in this one. But he's definitely going to win the second round, and he's definitely going to win the third round because by that point. Uh, Azure is going to just be so gassed. And I, I think that Shore gets dominant position. Uh, I'm not sure if it's a submission. Usually it is for him or if he just pounds him out. But I do think that he gets the uh, the round three stoppage in this one. And that was a, a much higher number than I expected. Uh, I think I was looking at it and it was like plus 1,200 or something like that. Uh, sorry, plus 1,500 at, at dimes for sure in round three, which is crazy because this guy has quite a few round three stoppages. And that's one of those things where that ain't it. <laughs> where you, uh, that where you ain't it. A fight. And, and guys who finish fights in round three, uh, that's just like a trend that carries through. Cause you know that they're just not going to let their foot off the gas pedal. So I think that's what happens in this one. Uh, the money line is a bit longer so. Now than than I thought it would be, uh, but yeah, I, I still think that's playable. If you need to throw it in a parlay, uh, obviously you guys know me. Uh, I'm gonna take the big shot. So sure, Go round three scotch. is the fight. <laughs> Go you gotta wash out that taste, <laughs> dude. And now I'm gonna get my beer. The, Helena asked me to
0: buy a. a a variety pack of white-collar bombi or anything, and the gas station didn't have any besides this Corona Refresca, which I've had the, the regular kind before, but these ones are all like these lime ones. So it's like passion fruit lime. The other ones, the passion fruit one was okay. This is coconut lime. Oh, no. I don't know how to explain it. Besides, it tastes like you got a pina colada, and you left it in the sun for three days, and then someone peed in it. And then they mixed it around and then there's a little bit of vomit. And then you that's what it that's I mean,
2: that's exactly how it was made. So This I don't think I don't think you're better. wrong. You guys see all the fucking like yard waste bags that I put in my garage this weekend? Oh I have people for that.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Come on, Brad. E. Alright Wes. The exchange rate does it. Um... <laughs>
0: that's
2: what it is. That's what it
1: is. Yeah, I, I wish uh, I wish Jack Shore's money line was a was a little bit uh, closer here. Personally, um, Brad's probably talked me into taking a little shot on that round three process. That's just that's just kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with Brad again here that um, I just think Shore's probably the as good of a wrestler as a uh, as you here, and Brad's right. That man just he's got about five or six minutes, bro, and. The pace that Shore's going to put on him is not going to help that cause whatsoever. So, yeah, I I think Shore wins this fight. Um, I I would like to just play him straight, man, but the line's a tiny bit long in a fight that's—I don't know—I sure could get the first round, and then you're just you're banking on the guy definitely taking the next two. So, I wish it was a a little bit closer to maybe minus one twenty-five, one thirty-five, something in there, but. Um, hopefully it comes down a little bit. I will definitely be taking a small shot on that round three prop though. Um, that's a good look by Brad. And my pick's gonna be Jack Shore.
0: Yeah, I actually have a different take on this one. Um I, I don't know if I'm betting Azure yet, but if the line keeps creeping, I'm I'm thinking about it. I I, I don't I don't see Shore being able to out wrestle. Uh, Hunter Azure. I, I think Hunter Azure is gonna have I think he has the better wrestling to keep this thing standing. Brad even, May- even uh, sure. three. Brad he's from Europe. Sure. He's he's from Wales. Wales. <laughs> <different> yeah. <laughs> they can actually wrestle <laughs> they can't a man. wrestle. No. A,
1: tiny bit? a tiny
0: bit. No. Um <laughs> I think Azure's the better wrestler and I think Azure's the better striker. So when I look at this matchup, I think we got the Azure's the better striker and he's the better wrestler. I think Shore has the better submissions, but I just don't know if he can get it there. So if you are betting Jack Shore, you are 100% banking on Azure gassing out in the first, you know, 8 to 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if he doesn't, he's going to lose. And I look at it, has he has his cardio gotten a lot better? We only saw his cardio was bad in that one fight really, right? Mm-hmm. Like wasn't it it wasn't great in his last fight, but it was better. He wasn't like dead in his last fight like you he got it against
2: Lance That's, that's gonna you be a
0: wanna
1: way, talk, a way you way. wanna talk
2: about it wasn't Welsh like boom boom fight. You wanna talk about Welsh wrestling being bad. <laughs> this dude got out wrestled and is back taken by a Canadian <laughs> <in> third. <30th, laughs> so bro. <laughs> uh,
0: I think Azure can can stand and bang in this one. I, I think is not gonna have to use I think what gasses him out in some fights too is he's offensive wrestling and I think he's gassing himself out. I think in this fight He's not going to try to wrestle. I think he's going to sprawl and brawl. And I think if that's his strategy, to sprawl and brawl, keep him at distance, outstrike him, I think he can last a little bit longer. So I actually think Azur is going to take this one. I have him taking the first two rounds, uh, possibly losing the third if he does gas out. I just think – I think we'll have enough in the tank on this one because I think it's going to be – you know, it's kind of two grapplers striking uh, is what I see a little bit in this one. So I do like Hunter Azur. I don't know if I'm going to bet him. I still think it's a close fight, and it's hard to bet in a guy that you know is probably going to gas out. It's just a matter of when. Uh, But I'm definitely not laying the juice on on Jack Shore. I'm not completely bought in on him. All right, heavyweight division. Jorgen DeCastro versus Yaris Dano, who might be the worst fighter in the UFC. Mm -hmm. Fred, You know, you say
2: that, and – when he was fighting in the UFC 5 6 years ago whenever he was in the UFC that was probably true in, in 2015 he was the worst fighter in the UFC in 2021 this dude is almost a top 15 heavyweight <laughs> like <laughs> it we act uh, i'm pretty sure if you go back to the old oh. podcast for when this was happening. No, no. Put yourself on mute, West. God damn it, I'm trying to break down a fight with Jar Jar. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> um, yeah, if you go back to those old podcasts, I'm sure we shit all over this guy. Because he is not good. What has he been doing for five years? Uh, hopefully steroids. Who just, like, uh, this is where, like, everyone banging on
0: the door. Everyone wants to fight during the pandemic. Like, <laughs> we're literally looking at a guy who was 0 in one In his UFC career, five and one overall, like he only has five wins in his life. He's thirty-seven years old, and he just took a five year sabbatical, and this guy is on the card. Yeah. (laughs) Like, how is this where has he been? Does anyone know?
2: I'm telling you, man, steroids. And he can (laughs) lose. He's probably gotten tight with like where's he from he's from Syria, I think? Um, that sounds not right. Oh wow. Lance is accusing me of being wrong about it something. is right you are yeah, right exactly. uh, I don't even have the page up I wish I could like share my screen with you right now to show that I'm not looking at that um, yeah I don't know if he's got some in with the the king of Syria or whatever the the guy who runs Syria is all about uh, but that's probably how he got back into the UFC probably a good dude the the man mountain <laughs> is is not good but one thing that I do remember from the Man Mountains' previous stint in the UFC is that he is tough, and he is willing to cheat. So those are two very important things at heavyweight. Those are the
0: two best qualities you can have in <laughs> an MMA fighter: a
2: tough guy who's not scared to bend the rules. <laughs> That's right. Um, so I, first of all, fatties, hundred percent. Yep, you're giving yep. me. One and a half on this fight at even money, all over it. Yep. Um, DeCastro probably wins this fight, but this dude is not Hollywood Hogan. He is not going to stand next to the man mountain and chop it down with the edge of his hand. I can tell you that much. So, DeCastro by decision, fatties, that, that's what we're rolling with in this fight. This sucks.
0: This is <laughs> but maybe the... This is maybe the first time you've ever mentioned fatties, and I go, "Yeah, that, that's yeah. definitely going over. I mean, if, if Lance is like, "Yeah, get on it," daddy. I'm not going to bet it, of course.
2: But uh, I was just going to say, "Fatties consensus." No, I don't. I don't bet overs. That's that's lame. Not even here where it's going to be hilarious.
0: This is this fight is this fight is above the Jack Shore-Azure fight, and it's above the Thick Lily <laughs> fight. Just for the. We're keeping track at home. This fight's I, – I just – I don't understand. This is probably one of the worst fights the UFC can make in general, any anyway weight class. This yeah. might be one of the worst fights they can make.
2: Dang. This is probably worse than the women's fight that we're going to talk about in a little while. Nina Nunez? Who's that? She's in the main card, Nina Nunez.
0: I don't know who that media, is. Her name was already changed. I don't, I don't know. She's a fighter in Invicta. Oh. Oh, Invicta. Yeah, it's Nina
2: Nunez, and she's fighting Mackenzie Dern. Oh, I know who Mackenzie Dern is. Yeah, I don't know who Nina Nunez. From
0: is. Instagram, you go deep on the gram.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's got she got some some big STs. Yeah, yeah.
0: What's you got? Anything on these uh, fat fellas who don't like to throw punches? Yeah, uh, Dan- Dano
2: is. Yeah, he's he's
1: still one of the worst fighters we've ever seen. Like, <laughs> come on, that that guy's bad. I hasn't fought in five fucking years. I. Did he, go, did he go to he prison? Doing? Did go to prison or some shit? I don't, I don't
2: know. And like, um, A 2022 lightning Lee Murray comeback, baby. <laughs> it's, this is actually Lee Murray. This, is,
1: this is the body's. <laughs> Yeah, Fatty's here for me, man. We're getting a straight one and a half on a couple of dudes that are gonna get sloppy, man. Like like Castro's not he ain't great, man. Like, come on, what are we doing here? How's this overthink Willie and shit? Um yeah, I, I like I like the over one and a half. Um that Castro by decision might be worth a little sprinkle as well. That's, that's another 500. yeah, that that's a good prop because I, I think this gets sloppy and, and Castro ends up like laying on this dude, probably up against the cage. Doing a whole lot of nothing. Um, But that over one and a half is going to be a a full absolute play for me.
0: Dan Hill could literally just like halfway through like the first round or beginning of the second round just be like, well, had enough of this. (laughs) Just stop fighting. (laughs) Like, can somebody who's listening right now please figure out where this motherfucker has (laughs) been and put it in the (laughs) chat room? I need to know the cause of a 32-year-old just going – I'm good for the next five years because the only thing <laughs> I can think of is prison. What's another explanation? Like, though, if he had a bunch of injuries, not like we hear about it. Like, who was Googling a year ago? Where's Dato? <laughs> but uh, five years, that is some bizarre. kind of layoff. Yeah. And then they put him against uh, Castro, who just refuses to throw punches or kicks or anything. Yeah, exactly. That Carlos Felipe fight is one of the worst fights I've ever seen. <laughs> Ever. So I'm going to pick uh, DeCastro here, but that is not something else. And then, and then these. Badies. We definitely have a, a good hour and a half between the, the, that fight we just talked about and the next two fights for a good bathroom break. Um, like, Can we switch the order so we can put the first three fights there and <laughs> skip these three? Like, come on, give, help me out here. Um, John McDessey, who I had no idea was still in the UFC, I thought he retired years ago.
2: I didn't know but, he was still alive. Ignacio
1: he fought, he fought the old runner. man. I mean, he fought Grandpa like last year, which is kind of crazy. That last year
0: doesn't ring a bell.
2: Yeah, yeah, and well, oh, that was that was like the ring last ring. one before uh, pandemic, right?
0: That was oh, that's where Dubronx committed mass murder in front of uh, yes. zero people. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the best kind of mass murder.
0: That was that was one of my favorite events ever because it was like the world had just shut down. And all we, the only show in town was the UFC in Brazil in front of no one. And Du Bronx puts on that show. That's days. where the star was born, baby. We're only like one, what one month in a week from the champ. He's gonna be, he's gonna do it. It's like Robin Black predicted yeah, the uh, Conor it's, McGregor. It's gonna happen. I, I got That's it. like me five years ago talking about how Du Bronx is gonna be champ. <laughs> Except it's actually gonna happen. He's gonna do it. It is. No,
1: he he he's gonna he's gonna knock you out, guys. And he, he is, is gonna there. watch you. You're gonna knock out Michael Chandler. Watch.
2: He can yeah, he's him. not he's not even gonna have to submit him. Got Talk about a no gap <laughs> Chandler got
0: five minutes in him. Yep. Might be plenty for his wife. That's that's not enough for old Dubronx.
2: If All his right. wife is a good Christian woman, she only needs three or four minutes. <laughs> <That's
0: it. laughs> the do they do they even come
1: anyway?
2: Like, come
0: on. <laughs> what what's a climax? Yeah,
1: you're Christian. What's a climax? I yes. thought
2: that was the end of a movie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember this Baha fella. Now he um, was on Contender series. Yeah.
1: yeah, that's where I, half of these bodies are from. Like,
0: like I, I, are, I remember I remember everyone talking about how he was amazing and he had all this cool stuff, and I thought. This guy's not very good.
2: He fought an
0: absolute garbage man. I think literally a garbage man. Yeah, could have been. Hold on. All right, uh, Brad, you got anything here?
2: Uh, the uh, the the Baja boys here, uh, Ignacio. I'm not so sure that he's gonna let the dogs out in this one. Uh, he's he's coming out. He. <laughs> Is cutting, he's 6'3", and oh, cutting man. down to 155. Like, you guys know I hate tall dudes. Uh, but tall dudes that make themselves even skinnier than they already are, it's not a good look. Hey, You uh, already
1: seen the frame on this kid to begin with? It
2: ain't, <laughs> it ain't good. <laughs> I, like, this is, it, it's a favorable matchup to him in the first place. And I'm still not convinced that he's going to pull it off. Uh, he's, you know, long and fancy or whatever against all of these trash bags that he's fought previously. Uh, but he lost to something in 2019, November of 2019, called Salvador Becerra. Never heard of that dude.
0: Good fighter.
1: Got uh, like that's a Colombian hitman.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> got subbed in 2017 <laughs> by Matt McKeon. Never heard of that dude. He was 3-3 three and three at the time, apparently. So got subbed by another dude I've never heard of. I, I'm not sure that this guy is good in the first place, and I'm not sure that he should be minus 200 against a guy that has been in the UFC forever. I know that McDessie is washed. Worscht in <laughs> Redskins. <laughs> washed, uh, But Worscht. if there's one thing that he can kind of do is, like, control distance, he, he knows that game. So, I wouldn't be shocked if he can avoid getting his head taken off by some of these kicks, and, and land a bunch of jabs, and, and win a boring decision. So, I'm staying away from the, the Baja boys in this one. Um, it gets too high. I'll, I'll probably take a stupid little Homer Canadian shot on Mcdessey, Uh, but that's never something to be confident in.
0: Worst Canadian versus <clears throat> a skeleton.
2: West. Worst Canadian tra- yeah. trading at the lab. Though,
0: oh, maybe. Oh, Whoa. I don't,
1: I don't think Brad's too far off her though. Honestly, like, I think Medeski's like he he's he's done, but is he that done? He just fought a year ago. He lost a grandpa in a, in a decision, but I he could give this kid the bet lesson. I'm telling you. you, don't see you don't think Medeski couldn't jab and do some dumb like, um, you know, uh, some some stupid fucking kicks, side kicks and shit to keep the distance here and point his way to a decision over this fucking. This guy's not good, man. Come on, so. I'm. I haven't bet Medeski, but if this kid starts getting parlayed up and shit on fight night, and Medeski goes up to two to one or something like that, I'm absolutely gonna take a, a little shot. But uh, no, no play at this line. I, I'm picking Medeski though.
0: I, I think he could. Uh, he could bet less in this thing. I have never been. It- McDessie just does not do it for me. Like, I don't
1: like him either. I never
0: have, but the dude oh.
1: always finds ways to win, man.
0: Yeah, it, like, he wins fights, and, like, after the fight, I'm like, God, he sucks. Like, even yep. when he wins, like... Every time. <laughs> well, he spams spinning back fists, he dances around, he uses weird footwork, and, it, I mean, I guess it works, Um, I guess. I, I think, you know, for him, his being more technical and controlled and disciplined I think is how he would win this fight. But after a you know a long layoff, getting older, coming off a loss, like, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't think the kid he's facing is any good at all. But he's a young, athletic kid uh, who's going to throw a lot more than McDessie is. So this could be one of those fights where McDessie loses just because he doesn't throw enough. Because Mcdessey's not going to drop him. He's not going to have these big flurries. He's not going to do anything. And I think this kid could throw a bunch of fancy shit and hit mostly air and win a decision. And I think that's the worry in this fight more than Mcdessey taking a nap. I think it's just inactivity versus a kid who's going to be pressing forward, throwing wild shit. So I'm going to pass on this one. Um, I think this is going to be the worst fight on the card, uh, minus Invicta. Um, <laughs> I think this is going to be just, just a piss-poor fight. I think all 15 minutes are going to suck. So we'll see. All right, let's move on now. What? Hold on. Aaron Blanchefield versus Norman Dumont Viana. <laughs> I joke around a lot on intergender this show. match.
2: Norman Dumont. <laughs> no. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I uh, I joke around in the show. Once I've never heard of that guy. Who is this? Legit, nothing, nothing going on. I don't know. Do we do we skip this? Do you guys have have words? What is there a line? Do they line this fight? Do they line amateur fights?
2: L- Lance, we we've been over this low-level women's MMA, you bet the dog. And My the dog, God. in this case, is more than plus 200. Blanchfield sub. What's that? Yeah, what, that's what I was going to say. What's the sub?
0: <laughs> <Well,
2: yeah, laughs> Blanchefield sub plus 1350. There it is. There you go. There, there it is. is. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you know, people are trying to say that she's like a prospect or something like that. If she was an actual prospect, the wouldn't the UFC wouldn't let her take a fight on four days' notice, up a weight what class. I don't know. It's it's like a week's notice, uh, up a weight class or something uh, against uh, the other. Yeah. Got knocked out by Megan <laughs> Megan Anderson. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Megan. Um, yeah. So this is all all kinds of weird. So yeah, if I get she plus two hundred.
0: Yeah, Aaron Blanchfield beat Kay Hansen.
2: There you go. It doesn't she fight at one fifteen? <laughs> I don't know who that is. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I either will, way, it, all yeah. level women's MMA plus two hundred. Uh, I'll take that.
0: Sure. In my in my four second breakdown of this fight, the only thing I noticed is, did you see who Aaron Blanchfield's last win
2: was? Uh, I did not. <laughs> no a, way. A girl I named. <laughs>
0: Brogan? <laughs> a girl named Brogan. You, remember, Bro- you oh. remember Brogan Roback? The the third oh stringer God. for the Browns who everyone was talking about because he was in the Hard Knock show. Brogan. How, is there, uh, is gr- Brogan's a girl's name now? There's a girl named would, Brogan?
1: Who would I, do that apparently. to their daughter? Like seriously, who would do that to... That's an, a, that's, an a,
0: that's an American
1: too. Like this chick is American. It ain't some crazy foreign name. It's, who, Brogan Roback? Brogan is a fucking American chick oh. named Brogan.
2: Her parents hated her from birth. Brogan, Brogan. Walker Sanchez. Nickname, Joe. <laughs> no. <laughs> Joe uh, Brogan. I, I going you know, to had to
0: look just to make sure. <laughs> Matt said if you want some good tape study to check out
2: Dumont's uh, Instagram. <laughs> I'm, I'm too old for the Instagram.
0: The, you don't get down with the gram? You don't watch like the TikTok or real dances where they're like doing this number and they throw stuff? No, I've,
2: I've got an Instagram account to see which girls I went to high school with are still hot. Um, and and that's the only reason. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair.
0: Wes, you got anything here?
1: Uh, Nothing. I'm, I'm going to pick the dog, but I, I got no, no money on this way.
0: Now, if Brogan was fighting, it'd be a different story. Uh, right. I would I would have fucking
1: 17 Keltons
0: and a voucher on it. So many so many Keltons. All right, lightweight division, Scott Holtzman versus Matutz Gamrot. Matutz? <laughs> you, 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 you toots too? <laughs> this this is some kind of
2: card. This undercard is something else. <laughs> um, I, any time that hot sauce Holtzman shows up on a fight card, Uh, I always just think of the the dudes in the the hot sauce suits that were in Nashville when he was fighting there. Um, And that's about all that comes to mind with Holtzman because he is very forgettable in his fights. But I actually kind of think that his style works here. Um, Gamrot is going to get takedowns at some point in this fight. But I think after that takedown, there's going to be like prolonged scrambles and clinching and grappling. And I think that Gamrot's one of those dudes that looks good when he's on the regional circuit and fighting guys that aren't good athletes. And Holtzman was a semi-pro hockey player. So we're talking about the elite (laughs) of the elite when it comes to athleticism. Uh, so I think that this is going to be interesting. Where he would normally be able to get takedowns, I'm not sure that he's going to be able to get them here. So I, I'm, I'm interested to see how this fight plays out. I'm not very confident in a guy that has a pretty big price tag on him. Uh, minus 240, minus 230 for, for Gamrot. So haven't taken a shot on Holtzman. Uh, but I could see Holtzman coming through and, and maybe eking out a decision. I think this is going to be a competitive fight. I'm buying time while I look up the uh, the hot sauce decision prop, which you can get at, like, plus 450 out there, which that seems uh, a little high, and if I was going to bet this fight, that's probably what I'd look at. Wes?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think you can lay the, the juice on camera right here, especially off of that last fight. Um, You know, coming from, uh, you know, before that, he looked great and shit, but it was what was the competition level got to the UFC fought a guy that was you know okay been on a good winning streak but that was that was not a good performance um you know it was his first UFC fight and shit up I just man I can't trust Holtzman at this point he, he's like he's 37 years old at this point um, his chin starting to get pretty bad that that Darius knockout was, was pretty ugly he gets fucking he gets hurt in a lot of fights now um you know, I, I saw him the last time we was in Nashville when I came down to to go to the fights with Lance. And uh, I saw him and um, that the MMA manager, Danny, we kind of talked to him for a second, man. And, dude, I'm I'm not tall at all, and Holtzman is a fucking midget. Like, that, <laughs> that guy's like, he might be he's slightly taller than Brian. I'm, I'm serious. Jacked <laughs> up.
2: But then... What about the? Yeah, does he have the uh, the guns here? He's much bigger than you.
1: Yeah, he's got <laughs> he's got some guns, but I hope so. Got he, he got him a smoke show. I'll give him that. Uh, so, um, but yeah, I just I, I can't trust Holtzman at 37. Man, just the way he's looked uh, recently. Uh, th- but there's no way I'm laying the the money on um on Grumont in this on, in this fight. I, I'm gonna pick him here, though. I, I just can't trust Holtz, uh, Holtzman. But uh, no bet from me on this fight.
0: It's like when I uh, I saw Jim Miller in the Wildlands; and had to body him up, just so he knew knew who knew who was in charge. Miller, tiny; he looks like a, a featherweight.
2: We'll get there. Or, sorry, we'll get there. Weight. I know. We'll
0: get there. You, you um, don't want to waste,
2: t- you waste your talking points now, Wes. You, or, sorry, Lance. Yeah, you, you you save nothing. him.
0: You I got nothing him. here. Um, Holtzman's old. He's worst. Um, <laughs> he, he's never. He, he's, he's more just used. To, He's more just used his strength to win fights. A lot of the times he'll, he'll push guys against cage He'll work takedowns, not with tons of wrestling skill, but more just strength, muscle them, get them to the ground. And, uh, his striking is just not very good. And he got just flatlined, um, in his last fight and 37, that's, that's getting old for a guy who's been hit a lot in his career. Um, and I, I don't, I don't know. I, I think this is a pass. At the same time, I'm not, I'm not laying I'm not laying that kind of price on Gamera. So this is going to be a pass for me. And, uh, maybe i'll play on the inflatable toys that we're renting out there and do some b- bouncy castle business. could be fun. Okay. yeah. all right, you, now we move on to okay. uh interesting fight here as we have in the lightweight division Jimmy Miller, Jersey Zone versus Joe Selecki. Very interesting prospect uh in a fun fight here. Brad,
2: i was going to say you know who would like to play on some inflatable toys. Given what you've told me about how big Jim Miller is. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. He's he's too small. You have to be a certain, you know, <laughs> size and stature to to get on. The weakest handshake I've ever felt is that of Jim Miller. For, 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 for a submission guy, right? Like you think a submission guy like I know like all wrestlers have really good grips, right? And the it's pythons here. Um for Jim Miller to be a jiu guy and, you know, wrestle, do you think he would have these crazy wrestler grips? Like every every wrestler you ever meet ever has a good grip. You can't win at wrestling if you don't have a good grip. It's just part of it. That dude had the weakest shit I've ever felt. I thought I was going to break his hand so he couldn't fight Melvin Gillard in the main event <laughs> in, in Nashville. He was walking around. don't even recognize him because, like, who's this little fella in aisle seven? Yeah. Jim Miller. So, good dude, though. Big Jimmy Miller guy. Love fucking Jimmy Miller. All right, Brad. We love Jimmy Miller.
2: Uh, Jimmy Miller made us uh, a good little boatload uh, during the pandemic against against Rosie Roberts. Um, so yes. We have it, the sub. Yeah. I appreciate that one from him. Uh, I, I think there's an outside chance something like that could happen in this fight because Joe Selecki's probably going to come out here and he wants to grapple too. So you've finally got a fight where somebody is against Jim Miller and Jim Miller is not going to be the one that has to chase down the grappling exchanges in the first round. That said, I think Selecki's probably good enough that he doesn't get subbed in the first round. And that means that things are going to turn against Jimmy Miller. Come the second round, come the third round. Uh, however long it lasts, uh, I think that Selecki is just gonna uh, force a pace on him that at this point Miller is not able to sustain. So I-, I like Selecki to win this fight. I- I'm still kind of going back and forth on whether I think Miller gases enough that he can get a finish, or whether Miller, because you know, in in the times where people have wanted to grapple with him. He has been able to sub a lot of dudes. So it, it is quite possible that he sub Selecki early on if they get in some grappling situations and they're both dry. So I, I think there could be a stoppage in this one. I, I lean more towards Selecki as the pick, but nothing huge on this fight for me. Uh, it, it's kind of a tricky one. And, you know, I want Jim Miller to win. Wes?
1: Um, yeah, this, this is kind of tricky because, um, Brad's right. Selecki likes to grapple too. And man, like there's few guys recently, you know, one, one, of course, it's about to be a champ that can just snatch up something early when, when both guys are dry, like few guys like Jim Miller, like it's crazy. Some of the, the subs he catches guys in early in fights. Um, I think Selecki's uh, a little bit better than that. I didn't think a lot of him, man, um, you know, a few fights back, but he's looked, he's looked pretty good recently. Uh, that, that, that went against Hubbard was was pretty surprising to me. Um, I'm going to pick Selecki in this fight. Uh, I just, I think Jim Miller's about done. If he doesn't get that early sub, I think he's probably in, in some trouble. Um, what, what I like more is, is fight doesn't go to decision. Um, to round even money, um, I, I think if, if if Miller doesn't get get something in that first that Selecki's probably going to wear on him to where he eventually gets Jim Miller out of there. So, I mean, I think six of Jim Miller's last eight fights have ended in the first round, whether him winning or or getting finished. Like his fights now routinely are just uh, go broke or, or get the fuck out of there. So, uh, I'm I'm going to play fight doesn't go decision and. I'm probably gonna put Selecki in a in a smaller parlay, but yeah. like like the fight doesn't go more.
0: Yeah, I'm on the same page. It's funny, Wes, before you jumped on, I was talking to Brad about how I like this fight uh doesn't go um as a possible go. consensus. Because um, mm-hmm. I I I really do like I think someone's getting subbed here. I, I think Jim Miller is not in the business to play around for 15 minutes anymore. I think we've seen that in all his fights. He's gonna go out and, and go for broke early. And, you know, he can't get decisions if he's facing a guy that doesn't doesn't like the finish. That's not a big fan of that. So Leckie is always going to go for the kill. He's going to go for the submission. He's going to try to get something. And I think it's Jim Miller early trying to grab a sub, grabbing a neck, which very possible. Jim Miller's submission game offensively is still as good as as good as it gets. Right. Like he's still a great submission game. His guillotine is, is one of the best out there. Jim Miller can finish anybody with that guillotine still defensively, I think he's lapsing a little bit with his sub defense and his cardio and everything else just isn't there. Um, he fades quick and I'm not going to call Jimmy a quitter, but Jimmy doesn't come back very often. Um, Jimmy 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 makes good good business decisions. (laughs) Yes. Like I can't think of a time where Jimmy's down a couple rounds and and trying to win. Like he's usually, he's usually getting out of there. Um, and I think he's going to come out guns and blazing, possibly get a sub, or I think he's going to wear down. Then we see a second or third round sub by uh, by Selecki here. And I'm actually pretty high on Selecki. I really like this kid's game. I, I was really big on him in this last fight versus uh, Austin Hubbard. Uh, was really big on Selecki there. I, I think this kid's got a good game. He, he's good size for the weight class. He's got good submissions. He's got decent wrestling. Um, if Jimmy was actually smart here, I, I would I would sprawl and brawl uh, my way here. Yeah. I, think, I think Jimmy's actually the much better striker here. I think if this fight was on the feet and Jimmy didn't gas, I think he actually could win a striking battle here. Um, But I don't think that's where that's going to take place. Both these guys want to get the fight to the ground. That's where it's going to end up. And I think someone gets subbed, so I'm going to take doesn't go here. It's right around even money. All right, let's move on to an awesome fight. Uh, Welterweight division, Mike Perry versus Daniel Rodriguez. Great matchup. This is great. It's Mm -hmm. almost good as the one that was announced yesterday. Um, What was it? Greg Hardy versus uh, Tui Vasa.
1: (laughs) Oh, God.
0: I I literally, like, a month ago in the podcast when we were talking about that, I was like, Tui Vasa's only have fun fights. Like, Greg fucking Hardy. (laughs) And here we are.
2: I got to plug this in. You guys talk. Brad? Um, Yeah. First of all, I I was just looking at something real quick. And on the last fight, Jim Miller has been stopped twice in the first round, which are – recent as Wes pointed out and then he's also been stopped three times in the second round so I can see him going for it in the first round and if he doesn't get it just uh making that business decision in in the second round and, and getting out of there but as, as far as this next fight goes uh fun shit between Daniel Rodriguez and, and Mike Perry people were way too high on Daniel Rodriguez after his yeah. first couple UFC fights. Um, you know, he had a, a, a good performance against Tim means and then like a competitive fight against Gabe green that somehow people come out, came out of it uh, thinking he was a lot better than he was, uh, got smoked by Dwight Grant and came back to win that fight. And then he lost to, to Nicholas Dolby. Um, I don't necessarily think that he lost that fight, but the fact that you're in a fight that's that competitive with Nicholas Dalby in 2020 that you could lose the decision is probably not a great sign. Uh, he's also, what, in his mid-30s, um, 34. So he's not a young dude at the same time. And I think that we're getting a bit of a discount on Platinum Mike in this one because he looked so bad last time out. Um, I had a bet on him last time out, and <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, looked awful. He told us beforehand he was going to look awful, and, and then he absolutely did. Uh, for all of his faults, this man is honest, uh, and it looks like he's now at a real camp with real coaches where is he at, fighting out of uh, he's at MMA masters so a, like colby a great, camp, a and great Pal- camp yeah palomino and like i don't I know all the colby other groups He's in there. a pod yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh i'm sure that him and colby get along very well unless you know, Colby might let a casual n bomb slip during training, and I'm not yeah. sure how I'm not sure how Mikey feels about that. He's gonna so. be offended.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, if if you're not two percent, Colby you <laughs> might watch your fucking mouth. dog. Um,
2: but I, I think that when this guy actually trains and gets coaching, he's a pretty decent fighter. Um, obvi- we know he's got power. We know he's durable, but he's also a very good grappler. And I think he can out-grapple Daniel Rodriguez in this fight. I also think that Daniel Rodriguez has terrible defense. He gets hit by a lot of stuff. He gets rocked by a lot of stuff. He got rocked by Nicholas Dalby in that fight. Like, nobody gets rocked by Nicholas Dalby. (laughs) So I think that Perry might be able to knock him out. He might be able to just outgrapple him for two out of three rounds in this fight, so uh, I'm gonna take the shot on uh, on an in shape, motivated Mike Perry. Highly motivated. I don't know about that. He does have a kid.
0: He got a kid now. He's got a- I yeah, got a kid so- on the way.
2: Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> yeah, I'll, I'll take that. There's uh, some plus one thirty, plus one forty out there. Um, yeah, I'll I'll do it. I'm not I'm not sold on Rodriguez. It's gonna be a fun fight though.
1: Yeah. West. Yeah, I mean, this is this is scenario that's like the complete opposite of the mom quit. It's like you got the yeah. the the dad's got the kid yeah, on the way. Yeah, <laughs> dad's got the kid on the way. It's time to start making some some fucking money. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like Brad's right. Um, listen to Mike Perry when he tells you something. The, the guy is to an, a fault brutally honest. Mm-hmm. Um, he told you last time out. I'm, I'm shit right now. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not training. I got my girl in my corner and shit. Like, like seriously, he, he told us all how bad he was going to be in that fight. And, you know, he, Tim, Tim Means is, like, I, I look at Rodriguez as, like, a really shitty Tim Means. You know what I'm saying? They're, like, built the same. Rodriguez kind of tries to fight the same as Tim Means. He's just not good at any of it, you know? And uh, Brad's right. Like, Perry is a really well-rounded fighter. When he when he's in there actually trying. Like, um, I could see him knocking this guy out. Like like he's right, Dolby Hurting. What's Mike Perry's power gonna gonna do to this guy? And then besides that, if if Perry's smart and I think that goes to the camp and coaches he's got now, he takes this guy down and he and he any pounds on him. Rodriguez has complete dog shit takedown defense. I don't think Brad Dre right. doesn't have great defense to begin with in any areas, but Man, Mike Perry. Mike Perry's got multiple ways to win this fight, and and as a dog, like I'm taking that shot too, man. Get give me some Mike Perry a dog money here. If if he makes me eat it again, then you know it's my own dumb fault for believing in Mike Perry. But I know he's gonna put on a fun fight. So, um, uh, yeah, it should be a great fight. I'll take some dog money on Mike Perry.
0: Yeah, I like Mike Perry here. I think this is the the perfect style matchup for him. It's it's gonna it's gonna be a guy who's not gonna try to wear on him, clinch him against the cage, get takedowns like. If this, I think Perry almost is the guy who gets to dictate where this fight takes place, which you don't get to say very often. Where, you know, I think I think Perry's got the better hands here. He's got the more he got more power for sure. And I think with Mike Perry, that guy's got a legendary chin. Um, like his his chin is yep. as good as it gets. And I think if these guys end up trading, which I I, I see that happening, I feel like it's gonna be mm-hmm. a You know, just throw bombs at each other because Rodriguez fights like that. Like, he is, he's a, he's decently technical. Like, he's got some decent boxing, but he's a brawler. And Mike Perry likes brawlers. Like, that's what he wants to see. Perry went
1: to a split decision with
0: Luke, dog.
1: Yeah. Like, straight up. That man went three rounds with Luke throwing bombs.
0: People, people love to think Perry sucks because he's a moron, but he's a talented fighter. And despite being a moron, he's, he's done okay. And I think, you know, with how like Perry has evolved his game a little bit to actually train a little bit of wrestling, train a little grappling. I think he's actually the guy that can actually get people down in this or get Rodriguez down in this fight. So I think if it is going poorly on the feet, which I don't think it will, I think Perry could actually work in a takedown or two. Uh and he showed that in, in a couple of his fights where he's he's okay taking the fight to the ground. So I like Perry here. I think at at this price you gotta take a stab. So that'll be the consensus bet of the week is on Mike Perry. Damn. Damn right, baby.
1: Yeah. beast mode mode said he's going to be cornered by training partners instead of new coaches that's I, that's
2: fine that's honestly perfectly I, fine. I, I don't care about that as long as he's been training at an actual camp
1: <laughs> well and not having his girlfriend in the corner makes get actual fighters in the corner i'm fine with that yep. like it could be any fighter like, I don't yeah. give a fuck put sam alvey in his corner as long as it's not his fucking girlfriend that, that's cool
2: i mean sam alvey's wife in the corner would be an improvement that, from Harry's girlfriend. Absolutely. Fucking
1: absolutely. <laughs> She's cornered dozens of
2: fights. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Alright. Women's draw weight. Um okay. Yeah. All right. Nina Nunez. That's what it says on Wikipedia now. It's Nina Nunez. Uh taking on Mackenzie Dern. Brad, let's go quick here. Let's speed her up. <laughs>
2: um yeah, like I guess Nina is going to win because... Is a 35-year-old mom? I, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, it seems like she should win. Does it? You know, she's, she's a better striker. She's got wins over, like, Claudia and some decent fighters. Dern really hasn't beaten anybody good. She can't wrestle. Um, yeah, this, this is a, a weird fight. But at the end of the day, I might just have to bet on some mom quit here because I know they're both moms, but one is a much more recent mom than the other. And older. And older. I mean, it, it used to be. I'm not saying this is the case in 2021. But back in, you know, when I was a young buck in the 1980s, if you had a kid in your mid thirties, there were health complications related to that. <laughs> so,
1: <laughs> oh, you know what they they do call? Uh, I found this out recently. Any woman over like thirty six that gets pregnant, they call you geriatric at that point. Yeah, geriatric, oh. yeah, straight up. You're your wife likes that. <laughs> she she Uh-oh. didn't she didn't like that much at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: What do you mean, Jerry? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) she didn't like that much at
2: all. If you guys see a hand come across the screen and smack Wes in the face right now, (laughs) you don't know what that is.
1: I didn't say that shit. It it wasn't you, I know. Nope, that's
2: great. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I I don't have much of a read on this fight. I I really don't trust anything, so I'm staying away. What? Uh, Yeah, Wes. Yeah,
1: uh, I I think um, I I like Nina Nunez here to probably win this fight because Brad's right Dern can't wrestle. And I think she needs this to the mat to, to win, to to pull off a sub. And most of the time, like, how many times has she won by subs where chicks just fall down or fall into her guard or some dumbass just. Un- yeah, it, it, we, we've seen her win fights like that. That's usually how she wins fights. Um, Nina Nunez. It her she keeps fights up and when she does man, uh she's one of you against girls that are way better than Darn at this point. So um am I laying some juice on fucking uh the mom? Ab- absolutely not. So no no play for me.
0: Yeah, I I think the age is the I think the age is the big one here where we got, you know, Nina obviously had a kid not too long ago. Um, taking some time off and she's been out coming on two years now. So she's been out two years. She's 35 years old. I've aged 33 to the 35 before it's, it's a difference. Um, That's a, that's a change there. Plus having a kid, your priorities change, your (laughs) sleeping's different. There's a lot that there's a lot that changes during that and two years off is a long time. And I think Dern is, is younger. She's hungrier. She's earlier in her career. Like what is Nina Ansaroff really going to do? Right? Like, What's her goal? Is she going to be a champ? Like, is she going to be a big run?
2: It's not like she was good to begin with.
0: No, she had good also. timing.
2: She had good she, timing she of
0: fights. Claudia,
2: because she has decent cardio.
0: And that's when Claudia, we found out, was on her way down. And she hasn't been the same since that fight. She has not been good since then. So, Claudia I think, is still
2: smoking hot, so yes. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes.
0: I think Ansaroff had some good timing, and now she's been away for two years. She's 35 years old. And I think Mackenzie Dern is just younger and hungrier in this fight. And I think her wrestling is not great, uh, obviously, uh, but I'm, I think she can stall against the cage. I think she can try to work takedowns and just be more active. And if she does get this fight in the ground, I do think there's obviously a chance she can get a submission here and to your layoffs a lot. When you're fighting someone as dangerous on the ground as, as Dern, like nita has got to keep this fight standing. I think if Dern gets this fight to the ground, she can obviously get a finish. And I think Rusty, uh, Mom quit is in is in play here. So <laughs> let's uh, let's move on now to uh, interesting main card choice. Uh, middleweight division: Sam Alvey versus Julian Marquez. I believe the UFC thinks Marquez is popular. Brad, is this true? No. They ha- they have. Why else would he be fighting Sam Alvey on no, a main was, card? He-
2: Oh, so are you asking me if it's popular if it's true that they believe that They believe. Yes, cuz we, we got oh, Jim
0: Miller Selecki on the prelims. We I got mean, Hunter Jack Shore. We yeah, got yeah, The yeah. Thickness on the prelims. And we got he, Sam Alvey on the main card.
2: I mean, as much as he completely blew it, he did mention Miley Cyrus in his last post fight interview which is more attention than most MMA fighters get. So didn't
0: get a lot of attention from
1: then, that tweet. Then he, then he blew it about as bad as anybody could've
0: Yeah. You don't make the man. In. So you get yeah. buy the UFC. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> Fucking nerd yeah. owner Molly Cyrus. Get <laughs> the fuck yeah. out of your market. Yeah.
2: Um this is this is a, a fight that's gonna happen. It is it's I think mm-hmm. it's gonna suck. I really do. Because Sam Alvey, we know that he's gonna just circle around, back up against the cage and counter punch. Marquez is not a high volume guy either. Uh, he kinda relies on other guys putting themselves into bad spots. Like, he was getting his ass beat by coconut bombs in his coconut last fight. Tough.
1: Uh, off a Yeah, Coconut long, Bombs is
0: tough. Off a
1: long, Coconut of Bombs layup. is not
2: good.
0: He, he, was, he, was All- off, he was off a really long layoff in that fight. Albie hasn't won in his last five fights, and his last win was against
2: Johnny Valanche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Johnny Valanche and Julian Marquez are practically the same dude. <laughs> no, Sam Albie, how
0: this. How <laughs> it's is he, so good. How do you go five straight fights without getting a win and get a six fight? And not only get a six fight, you get on the main card of ABC. Sam Alvey is going – he hasn't won in five straight fights, and he's going to be on ABC.
2: (laughs) The the UFC absolutely wants Marquez to win this fight. Oh, yeah. But I don't think they realize that Marquez isn't nearly as good as they think he is. Like, he is also a low-volume guy. He can't wrestle – He's got power. Uh, if he lands some stuff, he he does have some power. But the one thing that Alvi is good at is being durable. Like, I don't think that Marquez is going to land something on Alvi and just sleep him in this fight. Uh, I think this is going to be a very, very slow-paced, counter-punching sort of kickboxing match. And honestly, I think it's going to be to the point where... Alvi might be able to sneak out a decision here. Um, you know, Marquez is not going to be able to take him down. He, he's going to be coming after him and not throwing a whole lot. When he does throw, he's going to miss a whole lot. Alvi's probably going to be able to hit him a bunch because Marquez doesn't have good defense. So I, I, I don't want to pick Sam Alvey to win a fight in 2021 because it's Sam Alvi and it's 2021. But they're not giving me a lot of choice here. Marquez is is He's not hungry. great. Alvi by decision, is like plus 450, I, I think, last time I looked. Um, just pulling it up now, it, it's down to like plus 400 now. I still think that's kind of realistic for a stupid fight that shouldn't be taking place. And I'm going to take the shot. That's a loser. Wes? <laughs> yeah, I mean... I- I, I don't know if I can
1: remember the last time Avi hit anybody a lot. Like, ever. <laughs> that dude throws like three strikes hit, in
2: a row. He landed a shitload against Da'an Hung. We just talked about how he should have beat Da'an Hung. That's Da'an Hung. Like, it, that dude. Come on. That Yeah, that, that's a big ass 205er. And now that's, he's no, dropping that, down.
0: That, that, that's a half chub. That's what that is.
2: <laughs> now he's dropping down and facing some. Some communist Cuban little bastard?
0: That's a half-chub. <laughs> That's nothing. He's, mm-mm.
1: Uh-uh. Yeah, I don't, I, I can't see Albie winning this fight. I, I do think Brad's right about Marquez. I don't think Marquez is is great or anything. He's not what the UFC um, uh, want him to be. And yeah, that, man, that fight against coconut bombs was... It, it, it did look great. Fight. Good, right? it, it, it was an awesome fight. I had Marquez inside.
0: Good. That was a good cast.
2: You I had Marquez had, by sub, so I love it. But. Um,
1: you know, and props to Marquez for, for staying in the fight. That was like off a, uh, over a two year layoff. That guy needed to get back into the cage. Um, he, he did stay in the fight. He got a finish, man. Uh, finished a tough dude. Uh, however, the fight was going up until that case. I just can't see Albie doing enough. To, to win this fight. He's not going to knock out Marquez. We've just seen Marquez's chin. Like, Alvi's not going to knock him out. Man, I don't think he gets Alvi out of there, but, man, we've seen Alvi be a little chinny lately. Like, his recovery's insane. The guy doesn't get knocked out. But he's been tagged lately in some fights, too. Um, yeah, I, I kind of more like, like Marquez uh, by decision myself. Uh, I think that's like plus 250 or something around there. Um, I think Albi's tough enough to stay in the fight for three rounds. And the UFC wants this guy to win. They gave him a winnable fight. So uh Mar- Marquez by decision for me.
0: Yeah, everything Brad said, basically the opposite um was was my thinking on this fight. This is this is about as big of a setup fight as you could possibly imagine. They wanted Marquez on the main card. They wanted a guy that he could beat. And Sam Alvey literally will go several minutes without throwing a single punch. And he backs up when he's doing it. He backs up against the cage and doesn't throw any punches the entire fight. He might not get knocked out, but that's what he does most of the fight. And if he does in the, the the unhung fight, he got a little aggressive at times. He actually moved forward and threw some punches. And he he's, he's not going to be able to do that against Marquez because he's going to get knocked out. He's going to get countered. He's going to get knocked out. So I think we're going to see back up against the fence, circle, Sam Alvey. And Marquez isn't great, but he's a finisher. He's tough as nails. And I think he's just the better athlete in this fight as well. And I don't see – I don't know if Sam's going to punch him. The whole fight, I don't know if Sam is going to land a single punch. This is a setup. I actually think Marquez is probably my favorite uh, line on the card uh, at under minus 200. When this fight was first announced, I was picturing minus 300 plus. Um, Sam Alvey has not won a fight in three years. He has a draw and four losses in his last five fights against really bad guys. That (laughs) losing streak is against shitheads, bottom-of-the-barrel guys he's getting beat by. Um, He's not good. He's washed. He's never been good, and now he's worst. He's a (laughs) worst bad guy, and yeah, I just mm – I love Marquez in this fight. There's a reason Marquez is on the main card against Sam Alvey, and the UFC likes him. He's got a podcast with a famous porn star. He had a lot of social media hype. That's what the UFC wants. So definitely Marquez here. Uh, now let's move up to, to me, by far the best fight on the card. Uh, as we in the featherweight division, Arnold Allen versus Sodeek Yusef. This is the point where two prospects meet to see who's the dude. Um, and this fight is the co-main event.
2: Brad? Yeah, th- this is honestly a, a tough fight to to pick. When I first looked at it, I was like, oh, Yusuf's a a better, more dangerous striker. He should be able to keep this on the feet. Uh, And then I made the mistake of continuing to think about the fight. And I was like, eh. You know, he sort of starts out every round strong and then slows down a little bit. And Alan's the exact opposite. He's the type of guy that consistently picks up his pace throughout the fight. Um, You know, he's got a bunch of round three comeback finishes, which... Honestly, he might need in this fight as well. So I I could see Allen coming back and and snatching something in this fight. Um, But it seems like Yusuf should be able to keep it on the feet, control it a little bit, uh, and end up winning a decision. Uh, But I I don't feel safe about it. It it feels strange. It it feels like Allen might either be able to steal some rounds late or uh, snatch up a, a submission or a finish like he usually does. So I, I'm going to stay away from this one. I'm going to enjoy this fight because it should be a good fight, but I really can't bet it. Buzz? Yeah, I'm
1: I'm having kind of the, the same feeling. This is a really tough fight for me to call. Um, I, I, I like both of these guys a lot. Uh, I think Lance is absolutely right. This is kind of one of those fights where two really good prospects meet up, and you know whoever whoever takes this fight is, is on the way, but man, yeah, I, I've thought about this fight, and I've kind of made a case both ways. I, I keep going back and forth. Um, I kind of almost feel like if you're betting this fight, you're probably taking the dog just because, it, I mean, Yusef's getting up there now. He's like minus 145 in some places. Um, man, I guess at this point, I'm I, I'm going to lean to Youssef keeping this up using his, his great range, man. He, he's really fast in and out. Um, it just worries me, man, because Brad's right. Allen's going to put a pace on him. You, you know how that guy's going to fight. And we, we've we seen Youssef not necessarily have cardio problems, but he slows down later in fights. And I just, if Alan does get that first round, um, maybe sneaks in a late takedown or something like that and steals the first round man, you're, you're banking on Yusuf taking the next two and, and the third's probably going to be a little shaky when it slows down. So, um, Lloyd Irvin
2: guy too. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Great, 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 great fight. And, um, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to take the dog and, and tout master whoever's the dog, which is probably going to be Allen. Um, no, no bet on this fight at, at this point, but, if Youssef keeps going up because he's creeping a little bit and if I can get some plus 150 plus 160 on Allen I'm gonna take a small shot on a fight that I think is just could go either which way
0: I like Yusef here I, I've, I have bet on Youssef in every fight in his UFC career it, this kid just seems to have it and I know he was in a little bit of a closer fight with uh, Andre Feely last time but he ended up pulling that out and I think that was a good experience for him and I think I don't know. He just he he seems the part when you watch him fight. He's smooth with his striking. Um, he, his wrestling is okay enough, uh, <laughs> in, in you know to, to keep fights standing. Um, and you know when you look at the level of competition these guys have faced, Arnold Allen has maybe faced the easiest uh, road to how many wins? Less. Has he less.
1: He's definitely got less uh, fights against. So he's
0: seven and zero, oh, and he hasn't even fought someone that's even sniffed
2: the top twenty-five. He is what are you talking well. about? He's fought Nick Lentz. Yeah. Du-, du Bronx has fought Nick Lentz like seventeen times. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what got him a title shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Nick Lentz, Gilbert Melendez in two thousand nineteen, Jordan Rinaldi, Mads Burnell, Makwan Aracani, and Yatsin Meza. That's the Arnold Allen win streak. That is about the least impressive seven oh streak
2: you can have. <laughs> he he was losing that uh, Burnell fight too. Yeah. Like very yeah. clearly. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Uh, and he was he, you know, the the
0: Maquan fight was close too. And I, I know, and I don't think Maquan's as bad as some people think he is because of his, his joking and everything like that. But you know, I, I think Yusuf is just is just the better guy, and you left that one important piece of breaking this fight down. That's hog analysis.
1: <laughs>
0: we got Sodeek Yousef from Africa versus Arnold Allen. <laughs> Let's let's be real here. And if you're betting a British guy out wrestling Sodique, that's a that's a tough tough thing to stand. I think it's a good fight. I think Youssef is just the better striker, and I think that that's where the fight's going to be. I think he's more dynamic. I think he's a lot faster. I think speed's going to be a thing here, and I think Youssef is the much faster, bigger, stronger fighter here. So I do like Youssef, and I think it minus minus one forty, minus one fifty. I think that's I think that's worth the play. Okay. Let's move on now to the main event that nobody wanted. Uh, I actually joked around about this when when the Till fight dropped out. Immediately, uh, Holland's like, I'll take that fight. And I was like, and everyone on Twitter, oh, this sucks, this sucks. No one wants to watch Holland. So I was like, that's definitely the fight that's going to happen. Like, it's going to do that. Like, I I mentioned, like, I wish they would have pulled Uriah Hall from his fight. I thought Uriah Hall versus Vittoria actually would have been a pretty fun fight uh, and something interesting to watch. But now we got this. Kevin Holland has one of the worst main events I've ever seen in my life. Uh, from a performance standpoint not taking it seriously and, and everything that went with that that was just embarrassing.
1: And so and, and some somehow talks his way into a bit of on A B C. What <laughs> the fuck are we doing, man? I, uh, I
0: I don't I don't know, but here we are and I think that I think Vittori is gonna win this fight, but it's closer than, than people think, I think. I think Collins he can
2: be dangerous, Brad. What do you think? I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I still haven't watched Holland and Brunson. Don't. Don't. I, I, I broke. You did not try. No, I, nope. I broke the fight down. I was like, yeah, Holland's going to take him down a bunch of times, and he's going to win a decision in that fight. And Brunson. then I looked it up, and that's what it happened. You did. And I saw people say that that's what happened. I, I didn't need to watch it. I've seen Kevin Holland fight. He's not that good, especially against somebody that's going to wrestle him. Vittori, I'm not sure he's going to wrestle him. So I I, I agree that this is closer than the Brunson fight. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've also seen some people say that, oh, Holland was a minus 200 favorite against Brunson, and now he's plus two whatever. What is he right now? He's plus 250 against Vittori. Oh, the, how can the line swing so much? Well, because the, the Brunson line was a terrible line. He he shouldn't have been the favorite in that fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a reason that everybody and their mother was on Brunson. And the fight. performance. Like, yeah. that was
0: the worst performance. He literally did not try. He got taken down every round and just talked. Yeah, thought it was funny that he lost. That was yep. hilarious.
2: So, this fight is only interesting in that Holland isn't going to knock out Marvin Vittori. Vittori is so durable. I don't think that there's a lot of people that could knock him out. Like you could put him in there with Paulo Costa and he would let Costa punch him in the face. And I'm not sure that Costa gets him out of there. Uh, So I don't think Holland wins by knockout here. So then it comes down to, is he somehow going to land enough punches to, to win a decision? Is he going to be able to win three rounds in this fight? And honestly, I just don't see it. I think that Vittori is very consistent. Uh, I think you can probably set a metronome to Vittori's fights. And he does the exact same things in every fight. He is like straight left, maybe a jab once in a while, left body kick. Like, he he knows, like, two or three strikes. He doesn't know a lot. He's not good and diverse with his MMA skills, <laughs> but he does the things that are going to win him fights. And I think he's going to get hit a bunch in this fight, walk through Holland's punches, get into the clinch, land his own stuff, maybe get a takedown or two here and there, and he's going to win a decision. Perhaps if Holland went back after the Brunson fight and sat on the couch and ate a bunch of Oreos uh, and gained two pounds, and maybe he weighs in at 185 this time instead of 183, he's got bad cardio and he gasses out and wants to get finished in the late rounds, but it's Marvin Vittori. He doesn't really finish people either. So I, I see this being a decision. I, I think Marvin Fattori wins the decision. Um, I think that's kind of like even money, which is interesting. Uh, might be the only thing I bet here, but uh, yeah, I, I got Vittori taking this fight.
1: Wes? Yeah, I, I got the kind of the same outcome, but I, That's I 175, think 75, my
2: decision for Vittori.
1: I, I, I think Vittori smashed the, um, I think Holland is what we, what we know he is now. Like we watched Holland, like the, the guy's not great. Like I actually think Vittori's pretty good now, um, I think he's a legit guy, especially in this division. Um I think Vittorian can take down if he wants here. I think he can body Holland up against the cage all he wants and just land dirty boxing on this dude. Like I, I don't think this is gonna be a close fight, personally. Um I think Vittory gets a later finish myself. Um I like Vittory more um, as a as a parlay piece. Um, I have him in a in a pretty big parlay with the with Bader on uh, Bellator and a couple other uh, soccer, dumb soccer shit and stuff. But uh, this is an
2: this is an easy one for me, man. I think Bellator smashes Holland. Um, you know how are you going to bet against Leonardo Machida? He said the MMA analysis is a good thing, man.
0: <laughs>
2: he's 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 washed. <laughs> he's, <a good> worst.
1: <laughs> he's fucking worse. Bader. Bader's worse too, though. Yeah. Uh, Bader, Bader can still wrestle Machida. Get if do, he wants to we'll so lay he, on his back now he, he would you know, he, he's gonna take fucking Machina down all day long watch uh probably yeah I, I just I like Vittori here he he's gonna roll here man I, I think Vittori's pretty good and I, I hope we get to to see him uh run it with uh with Izzy again
0: yeah I'm I, I think the obvious pick everything about it streams Vittori right like every every time every, every way you break this in the fight the short notice everything else but I don't know I I see this fight playing on the feet. I don't think Vittori's is going to take the smart route here. I, I think the smart route is obviously what Brunson did take Kevin Holland down, beat him up. I don't think Vittori's is doing that. I think Vittori is going to stay. I think he's going to be staying standing. I think on the feet, Holland is still dangerous. Holland is, is a dangerous striker, and he, he has pretty good strikes. Is he? He, he <laughs> is. He's long, he's powerful. Is he dangerous he's enough to knock this guy out? No. I think he's dangerous enough to outpoint him in certain areas. In Kevin the Holland. On the feet, he's more aggressive. It's on the ground. we
2: just like, like an improv competition, like Rattori's an open mic? like whoever wins the round. Is that I what's think, going on here? I think he's he learned. I think he's learned from the talking <laughs> <showboating> <laughs> From, from two weeks ago. Holland. <laughs> it
0: three weeks back. I, well, think how much shit he got and everything else. I, I think Holland – He He said he doesn't care. He said, that's me. I'm going to do it. Yeah, he also – he said in an interview two days ago, he's learned and he's not going to talk as much in his fights anymore. Uh-huh. If okay. <laughs> he, if he wins this fight, say goodbye to anything big. I just think this fight's going to play on the feet. And I don't think on the feet, I don't think Vittori should be, a, be that big of a favorite if the fight's going to play on the feet. And that's how I that's see fair. it playing out. That that doesn't mean I'm I'm definitely betting Holland. I don't know yet. I'll probably end up putting a small play on him. I just think this is going to be 25 minutes on the feet. And 25 minutes in the feet in a striking battle between Holland and Vittori. I think plus 300 almost warrants, so it's getting there, almost warrants a small stab on Holland. Because I do think Holland can win this fight. I am not overly sold on Vittori. I think we learned what Jack Hermanson is. So that win I don't, to me isn't as big does, as it does, should be. Does Vittori <laughs> stab? Not in as life. big as like a, but Jacare, Jacare, Jacques- the legend in the sport. <laughs> so like but Vittori,
1: Tori's going to stay at range and kickbox Kevin Holland. Holland's go- way longer. That's way what, longer. what I'm saying. Tori's going, and he right doesn't it. know how.
2: He doesn't know how to use.
1: Vitoria's right. going right. It. Vittori doesn't sit at range and kickbox. That dude goes right in on motherfuckers yeah. and backs them up. If Straight Vittori up.
0: Clenches, if he clinches against the cage and works takedowns, it's going to be the easiest win ever. That's I just what- feel like this fight's going to be on the feet more more time than not, and I don't know. We'll see. Kevin Holland's great cardio. I would not worry about Kevin Holland's cardio. I worry about his brain. Um, <laughs> it's not a good. Brain. Brain, yeah. It's a bad brain. But
1: I think. <laughs> I mean, his his cardio way. didn't look good against Darren Stewart and shit in the third round. Like Darren fucking Stewart, who just got fucking destroyed again.
0: Darren Stewart's the truth. First <laughs> of all, I mean, there's, there's not many better than uh, than old Darren Stewart. There, there's then,
1: not many better black Englishmen. Yeah, That's I, for just,
0: fucking sure. I don't, I don't know if I'd put Vittori against a capable human being with that big of a line. <laughs> I, I, and I think Holland's still a capable human being. Mm. I'm not sold an Italian fighter laying <laughs> we that kind of juice. So I, I lean Kevin Holland here slightly. If I do bet, this, this is going to be my smallest bet in the card, but I think <laughs> it might be worth a, a small, small little snap. But um all right, that'll do it for the card. Somehow we we talked for a long time. We Is had like any- twenty
1: seven fights. Bro. Yeah, there was, <laughs> there was there was a lot.
0: Yeah, there was, and there was only a couple of real bad fights. We didn't have to cover too much, but interesting cards, some interesting matchups here, some decent fights, um, especially in the main card. Some interesting stuff, some fun prelims that we get thick Willie. Uh, so it could be worse. Could be worse. So we always appreciate all you guys listening, especially our friend MMA Bully. Uh, we know even you Mar, even you Marley. Uh, I mean, MMA Bully. Yeah. Bro hugs with your lack of your beard situation. I don't know. Don't is. don't don't fucking <laughs> don't like.
1: Don't fucking try to prank call Dougie again. You
0: fucking sick fuck. <laughs> That's a stalking. Way to end the show. Stalking fucks. <laughs> not, not a good time. Anyway, I appreciate you guys listening. We will see you next.